It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Oh, why is this thing dinging at me? Oh, is it every time I blink? It's I'm making a TikTok video. We gotta say the words. I mean, I look gorgeous on TikTok. You gotta see it with this new mustache and everything. Ooh, the first word in this episode is diagonalize. D I A G O N A L I Z E. Uh, transitive verb from 1942. To put a matrix. In a form with all the non-zero elements along the diagonal from upper left to do- to lower right. That's the diagonal. That's the end of this TikTok video. And done. Okay. Put in the hashtags that I just grabbed, after which I cut out of the episode so you won't hear that blankness. And post and... Okay, that was just a wonderful TikTok video. I hope you go check that out at Speedjampar, S-P-E-J-A-M-P-A-R, to see my my fancy, uh, my fancy made-up mustachioed face, my my makeup makeup mustache mustache makeup, make made up made up and mustached, yeah. Okay, so we just talked about how to diagonalize a thing, a matrix, put them along the diagonal or something, something with that. It's rows and columns of numbers, I think. Diagonalizable is an adjective. This matrix of numbers can be, it is diagonalizable because it can be diagonalized. And we can do a diagonalization. That's a noun. 1942. Why didn't people figure this out before that? Or they just didn't have a name to it? Maybe, yeah, one of those things. The next word is diagonally. Adverb from 1541. In a diagonal manner. How are we going to do it? We're going to do it in the manner of a diagonal. Oh, you mean diagonally? Yes, Good sir, we are going to do it diagonally. Let's cross from this part of the intersection diagonally across these two busy roads to go to the other corner of the intersection. But it's very busy and unsafe. Let's not do that. Bad idea. Um, you know, I completely forgot to do a sound effect, didn't I? I'll do, um, what's the sound when you're twisting your mustache? Because I have a new mustache. You go, hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo, foiled again. Eh, we'll do foiled again, sure. Let's do that. So, you know, you can pretend that that foiled again happened before the word diagonally. Uh, oh, before I move off from diagonally, I have a, a, a short little story of this word in my life, like most people do, I'm sure. No, I was sitting at a computer, and there was a word, you know, because they measure the inches of a monitor uh, across the diagonal in a diagonal way, diagonally, and somewhere it said something diagonally. Maybe it was like a 22-inch monitor diagonally, and I read the word, and in my brain, I changed how to emphasize the word, just the, the how, how you emphasize the syllables, and instead of diagonally in my head, I said 
diagonally. And I was like, whoa, that diagonally is in Harry Potter. Is that where she got the name? Did she just change the way you pronounce diagonally and came up with Diagon Alley? Or is Diagon something else? I mean, we we have these... Is there a diagonal word? Where is it? Um, yes, it's right there. Uh, no, a Diagon. A Diagon. Is there a Diagon? I don't think there is a Diagon in this. So, what, is it an old Latin word? Where did she come up with this? Uh, this person who a lot of people are not happy with these days. Um, uh, yeah, that's all I want to know, is if she was changing the pronunciation of diag- diag- diagonally to diagonally. And why is my watch listening to me? Let's move on to the next word. Who foiled again. Diagonal matrix. Noun from 1927. A diagonalized matrix. This is the matrix has that has gone through a diagonalization. I don't know why those words are just fun to say. The next word. Ooh, foiled again. Diagram. One, no, first form. F- um, noun from 1619. One, a graphic design that explains rather than represents. It's a diagram. So it's not representational of a thing. It's not metaphorical. There aren't pictures that represent other things, I guess. No, this is a design that explains its charts and numbers and things like that that show how things have changed over time or how much money have you made over time or any other sorts of thing that explains the information rather than just representing the information. I can't think of what representing the information would be other than a picture. That's all I can think of. Ooh, especially a drawing that shows arrangement and relations. Relations of what? Relations of parts. Number two, the line drawing made for mathematical and scientific purposes. The line that you draw is a diagram, but very specifically for scientific purposes. Or mathematical, I guess that's fine too. Diagrammable is an adjective. Diagrammatic uh, or diagrammatical, those are adjectives. Diagrammatically is an adverb. Diagrammatically. Just do that thing like a diagram. Do that thing like a diagram. Do that thing. Do that thing. Do it diagrammatically. (laughs) The next word. Ooh, foiled again. This second form of diagram is a verb, a transitive verb, uh, from, 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 wait, is there no year? Here, there it is, 1785. For some reason, that entire line just disappeared out of my vision. Diagrammed could be with one M or two Ms, and same with diagramming, one M or two Ms. It just depends on how many M's you like. This word diagram is to represent by or put into the form of a diagram, as in diagram a sentence. That's when you're writing all the words like, okay, this word over here is the noun, and this one's the verb, and this one's the adjective, and this section is called this, but I don't know those things because I didn't do so good in English, so I only remember the basics. 
you're talking about all the different parts of the sentence. There's the articles and the contractions and the adverbs. The other example for the second form of diagram is diagram a football play. You got the X's and you got the O's, and I don't know which one stands for which, but I would assume O stands for offense because that just makes sense. I mean, why would you do it any other way, honestly? Or is O, is one of them always your team and the other one's the other team, or is one of them offense, the other one's defense, and you change? Sometimes you're the X's and sometimes you're the O's. I never played the football, so I was never pervy to how this whole chart thing works. I mean, diagram. I'm sorry, diagram. The next word, foiled again. Diakinesis or diakinesis? Diakinesis? Maybe. Diakinesis makes makes much more sense. D-I-A, ka, what? Who led, what letter is that? Ka? D-I-A-K-I-N-E-S-I-S. Diakinesisters. Oh, that's a preview to something that hasn't happened yet. Um, This one is a noun from circa 1902. The final stage of the meiotic phosphase marked by contraction of the bivalence. I mean, that's what I would have said. Foiled again. The first form of this next word is called dial. I completely screwed up my whole method. The next word is dial. This is the first form. Noun from the 15th century. One, the face of a sundial. It's just the dial. Hey, what's the dial say? Mm, It's probably between three and four o'clock. Actually, no. Right now, it's between four and five o'clock. For real, though. Number two is obsolete, and the synonym is timepiece. Because the timepiece is a dial. It's a thing going around in a circle, which I guess that's a dial. Three, the graduated face of a timepiece. And I think the word graduated here just means that it's marked off where the minutes and hours are. I think that's just what you mean. Like a graduated, um, uh, what do you call it, measuring cup, one of those big glass measuring cups, one that's graduated. It hasn't finished high school or college or eighth grade or kindergarten. It's not wearing a top hat and a cape, and it's not getting a diploma, and it doesn't get to walk to pomp and circumstance. No. It's graduated in the fact that it has the lines for the different measurements. And, uh, you know, with a word like this and a meaning like this, which you don't hear terribly often, at least I don't, you, uh, you wonder how many definitions for the word graduated are there, and maybe there's ones I can't even think of. Number 4A for dial. A face upon which some measurement is registered usually by means of graduations and a pointer, as in, the thermometer, the thermometer dial reads 70 degrees. So this wouldn't be one of the thermometers that's a line, a vertical line, or a horizontal line, a thing that you stick in your mouth, or a thing that you goes on the wall. This one is one of the thermometers that goes in a circle, because it's a dial, because it's the things that goes around, revolves, and we'll talk more about that in the etymology. For B, a device that may be operated to make electrical, as in 
connections. No, no, no. Where did it go? Um, to make oh, to make electrical connections or to regulate the operation of a machine. There was a. Uh, the little, the little brackets that show that there's an example was in the next, next line down. So my eyes did a weird thing there, which, you know, does happen when you get older. Oh, I was having a hard time looking at my phone today. I definitely need bifocals. Good thing I'm going to totally schedule an eye appointment soon. If I will do it. I promise you. The examples for 4B, which is all about making electrical connections... Um, a radio dial or a telephone dial. You'll get to hear more about me talk about telephones uh, in a couple episodes with a wonderful guest who, hey, let's just talk about that right now, Michael Callahan from the podcast Where We Go Next. I recorded with him yesterday and his episode is coming up in uh, two days, one two days from now. And uh, he is great, just like all of my other guests. He is really great, and uh, he is very smart, and his podcast is totally worth a check because he just talks about lots of different topics with interesting people, with people who know a lot about that topic. Um, And so I heard episodes about, well, a stand-up comedian. She knows a lot about being being a stand-up comedian because... She's done it for a long time, and so it was a really intelligent talk about stand-up comedy. There was a guy, one of the co-founders of the electric car company, Aptera, which seems like it is changing the game again for electric cars, just like how Tesla changed the game for electric cars. So they've got a lot of solar panels, and they can go further. They have different versions that can go further than a Tesla, and I think the solar panels are really, really awesome because I've been saying, put some damn solar panels on a car, and they're doing it, and it's they're doing it in a really, really great way, it sounds like. And also, the car looks different, because why? Because they can. So this might be the future of where the cars go where the cars go. So go check out Where We Go Next. Michael Callahan is the uh, the host. Uh, I also listened to an episode about fasting, which was really interesting. And he is going to be on this show in two days, two episodes. Um, and we had a great time. Okay. Where did we leave off? We were on dial. We finished that. The etymology for dial is from Middle Latin dialis which means clock wheel revolving daily. Clock wheel revolving daily. Daily, Yes, which is from the Latin dies or dies. How do you say that? Dies? Hmm. It's spelled D-I-E-S. I'm trying to remember my Latin times. How do you say it? Dies? Anyway, it means day. So it's a thing that's going every day, and it's revolving in a circle. It's a wheel. It's a clock wheel. That revolves every day. It's probably of just a very early clock, I guess. Smarty, smarty people who figured out how to how to create that whole little gear system to make it tick in a regular amount of time. It's it's really fascinating. Chronologists, I think that's what they're called. The people who do the things with the time. Okay, diag. That was dial. And, oh, and there's more of the word deity. And I think I remember saying deity. Is that related to the word day? Because that seems interesting. I don't think, I don't know if it is, though. The next word, foiled again? Second form of dial 
is a verb from 1653. We are starting with transitive, number one, to measure with a dial. Number two A, to manipulate a device as a dial so as to operate, regulate, or select, as in dial your favorite program. Maybe it's on a TV. You're turning the dial. I had one of those TVs when, because I grew up during the time before we had really cool fancy TVs, and uh, you'd have to turn the dial. There was a VHF dial and a UHF dial, and I didn't totally understand it, but they were at different frequencies in the air sending from the thing to your TV, and uh, yeah, we definitely had that. And uh, another example dialed the wrong number. This could be either with the revolving thing. Oh, see, this is interesting. The old phones, the original way to dial, I think, was uh, with the rotary phone, the thing that you put the finger, your finger in the number and turn it around, and it would go click, 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 click. And so that was a dial because it was a circle and it was revolving. But then we got the phones that didn't have the rotary thing, and it was the touch-tone phone, but you still said that you would be dialing a number even though it's a different dial. We lived through, well, it probably started before me, but people lived through this evolution of a word and they probably didn't even realize it. But maybe they do now. Um, let's see, I think we read all of those things. Yes. Um, oh, yes, we're on this part over here. Uh, wrong number. Here's 2B. What? <laughs> this synonym is the number 1M1 definition for the word call, which is literally what I was just talking about. If you call a number, you dial a number. As in the example, dialed the office. Let's go call up the office. Shall we dial it? I just think it's crazy, and I vaguely remember this, that there are, there was a 1M1 definition. That means there's at least M many sub-definitions for number one, and that is a lot. It's a lot of ways to use the word call, clearly. Intransitive, number one, to manipulate a dial, just to turn it, manipulate it with your hands. Maybe if you, maybe you can manipulate it mentally and make it feel guilty for something. I don't know. What do you, how do you manipulate? Number two, to make a telephone call or connection. Dialer is a noun. The person dialing, the thing that dials, maybe the thing on the rotary phone, could be the dialer. No, it's probably just the dial. Foiled again. The third form of dial is an abbreviation for number one, dialect. Number two, dialectical. And one of those words is in this episode, and it's the next word, foiled again, dialect. Noun from 1577, 1A, a regional variety of language distinguished by features of vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation from other regional varieties and constituting together with them a single language, as in the Doric dialect of ancient Greek. That went on way longer than I expected it to. I should have looked ahead. 
So it's the version of a language that's in a certain region of where that language is spoken. And so, you know, they will have a different accent. They'll probably use different words. Uh, could be, it could even be more drastic than that. You know, they could, they could even potentially have like maybe a lot of different words. I know, I don't really know. Um, but it's usually, you know, they can speak with each other, but it's like, yeah, definitely can. I'm trying to think of a good example. Like in America, we have the mid East, the middle, the mid East, the middle West, the Midwest. We have sort of the, the new England kind of accent. There's versions of that. So are each of those regions, would those be considered a dialect or would a, a dialect be even smaller than just a region? It does say it's regional, but how big are these regions we're talking about? Pronunciation difference is different from place to place. Uh, let's see, constituting together with them a single language, and it becomes kind of its own new thing, I guess. 1B, one of two or more cognate languages, as in French and Italian are Romance dialects. So those are definitely... Two completely different languages. Both come from the same place, from Latin, all that. Mm, but I've never heard that used as dialects used in that way. I don't think we use that one so much. 1C, a variety of a language used by the members of a group, as in such dialects as politics and advertising. And that is a quote from Philip Howard. So... I'm wondering if Philip Howard was talking about how in politics you use a lot of words to talk with your coworkers that you wouldn't probably use to non-politicians. So it kind of has its own language, its own dialect. It's maybe English if you're in an English-speaking country, but it's it's different. It's like, you know, mathematicians, they'll have their own dialect to talk about mathy things that other people don't know. Musicians will talk about things in a certain way. Um, what's another thing that uses like jargon? corporate culture, I guess. You could say that has its own dialect kind of advertising. Yeah, they, they talk about stuff in a certain way, and they got their own words that the rest of us don't use. 1D, a variety of language whose identity is fixed by a factor other than geography, like social class would be an example of that. Um, yeah, phew definitely different dialects between the social classes that's a whole other way to to look at look at people as in spoke a rough peasant dialect i'm not even going to try to do that a rough peasant dialect oh you, you're such a peasant we're all peasants number e is the number 4c definition for the word register register and dialect it must be have to do with your voice 1F, a version of a computer programming language, is a dialect. Hmm. Yeah, I don't do any computer programming, but that does make sense. I mean, you already call them languages, so if there's subvariant versions of those languages, yeah, they'd be a, a dialect. Number two, manner or means of expressing oneself. And the synonym is phraseology. How do you... How do you speak what words or phrases do you use you can probably figure out a lot about me about the phrases and the words that i use 
Dialectal is an adjective and dialectically is an adverb. Okay, we should we should look at the etymology real quick before we move on from Greek dialectos, which means conversation or dialect, from dialegesthai, which means to converse, and there's more at the word dialogue. We have not gotten to that one yet. That will be soon. Um, dialect. I, it's, it's just fascinating. You look at a, across the world and you can literally see if you map out dialects and words that are used, you can literally see the evolution throughout the world. It's, I just feel like there's like there's seamless transitions. Um, like we were in uh, northern Italy and we went to a place very north, close to like Germany and Austria and or whichever country is closer. And we were getting prepared to talk to people in Italian and we learned some phrases and stuff. And then it turned out that the, we were in such a small northern area that they mostly just spoke German. And they obviously spoke Italian too, but it was m- largely German. And all the signs had the like city names and other things in both languages. I had never really seen that before. Um, they, yeah, so city names in both German and Italian. And some people spoke English, but it was a lot less than we expected. Not that we were expecting everybody to speak English, but, you know, we've been told that a lot of people in Italy speak English. But when you get a little further away, you know, you're definitely going to come across some people who don't. And why would they have a reason to? Most Americans, English people, don't go where they are. But it is beautiful, and they were very nice. Um, so, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. You know, it was in those sort of, like, cusp areas of language. The next word foiled again dialect atlas two words noun from 1925 the synonym is linguistic atlas which uh obviously we don't know what that means because we haven't gotten to the l's yet so we will just have to wait patiently for that one like we do all the time for words that we haven't gotten to yet the next word and the last word foiled again Dialect geography. Two words, noun from 1926. The synonym is linguistic geography. So we had linguistic atlas and now we have linguistic geography. And I just think both of those sound fascinating and I don't know what they are about at all. Today, we have to read read the words so we can come up with a word of the episode because that's how we do things around here. We had diagonalize... (laughs) diagonalize diagonally or as i like to say diagonally diagonal matrix diagram diagram diakinesis dial 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 dialect dialect atlas and dialect geography i think i do probably have to pick dialect as the word of the episode i was kind of tempted to pick diagonally because of my wonderful fun story about how i changed it to Diagon Alley, which is just a really cool place, and I want to go live there. Uh, but, mm, I don't know. I think dialect is just kind of kind of more interesting because it's just about a language, and I, I talked about that, and so we don't have to talk more about that, but we do have to sing a song. This is the dialect song. I'm much worse at accents than I think, so I shouldn't probably sing any accents. <laughs> That's a weird end to a song dialect dialect 
dialect, dialect. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Okay, I think that is a fine place to end this episode because I have to go get my laundry. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Bye-bye. We are coming back for another season, and we are here to answer the hard-hitting questions like, did Jodorowsky's Dune inspire the modern era of sci-fi? Why did we get two Dune video games from the same company in the same year? What was the real reason Disney dropped the production for Nimona? Is it Kingdom of the Sun or Kingdom in the Sun? Why is Sting so miserable? How many monsters did Godzilla fight? Why do studios in the U.S. think it's okay for them to make Godzilla movies? The Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride were supposed to be connected? Is Crimson Peak just a reincarnation of Guillermo del Toro's The Haunted Mansion? Was Willem Dafoe really going to be a villain in Treasure Planet 2? And what what is is a Star Star Wars? This season, we answer all these questions and more in the fourth season of How Did This Not Get Made? Starting June 17th, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.